On today's episode, we're back with new releases and submission calls. It's the July 2022 news you can use. Welcome to episode 39 of The Chapbook. I'm your co-host, Noah Stutzer. And I'm Ross White. Noah and I are directors and editors at Bull City Press, which publishes chapbooks and occasionally full-length books of poetry, fiction, and nonfiction. We started this podcast to celebrate our love of chapbooks, to go behind the scenes of the publishing process, and to highlight the folks who write chapbooks and the folks who make chapbooks. It has been a month since we all got together. That's way too long. It's been too long. You know, Noah, when you started playing that Dungeons and Dragons campaign, I said, don't do this because (laughs) you'll sit down at the table and a month later, you'll get up and you'll say, I finally won. (laughs) I had to empty out my colostomy bag. It was too long. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here I thought this was a family podcast and then then you had to rock that image. Oh my yeah, God. Roll the 20 sided die. Let's see. <laughs> so I don't think our listeners know who's with us today, but we know her well, having just finished a month long D&D campaign with her. So Molly Hart, you are one of our newest co-producers. Do you want to tell folks a little bit about yourself? Hello, I am Molly. I go to Smith College where I'm studying world literature and poetry, and I'm So excited to be the summer intern at Bull City. Molly, what was your most epic moment in the campaign? Definitely when my warlock learned some really powerful like fire spells and absolutely decimated this three-headed dragon monster. Nice. That was a good move. That was a good move. Yeah. Noah, what about you? Best moment of the campaign? I think it would have to be... You know, I wasn't sure if my cleric was up for the challenge, but I feel like I rolled a really solid 17. (laughs) And so my protection spell won through and uh, I I survived Molly's attack on the three-headed dragon. Yeah, that was solid as well. I don't know if you guys noticed that I was not at the table for the full month. Did you catch that? Actually, we didn't. We didn't catch that in the least. Yeah. Well, so I was I did play a kobold warrior. And as I was introducing myself to the party on day one, really like 20 minutes into the campaign, Noah's character killed me. And then I basically just had nothing else to do. I did sit at the table a lot. I was deeply impressed <laughs> with your skills. But I would actually it was leave. A real, and... It was a real uh, weekend at Bernie's kind of D and D situation. <laughs> yeah, well, I you know I went to the pool a few times and read a mm. few books while you guys played. <laughs> what an epic game, though! What an epic game! Let's kick off our news. You can use. We've got some new chapbook titles that have come out since the last time you heard from us. With some news you can use, we're going to kick it off with an audio clip. This is from Eric Francis who's the author of Body Electric that was published this past April from Trouble Department. And they described Body Electric this way, and I love this description. Our third debut poetry title by a Colorado author is quite unlike anything we've published so far. The raw energy that it applies to relationships, gender politics, identity, 
and the strained limits of human perception is making its way to mailboxes now. My name is Eric Francis, and today I will be reading my poem Inbox from my debut chapbook, Body Electronic, out April 2022 with Trouble Department. Disappearing behind binary veils, I don't hope this message finds me well over my head or inside it, as in MIA, missing an apology as insecurity and inquiries stack, boxed into the inboxed I become email, as in digitized distance, unchecked neglect. I am left in the red of another debt. I owe you. Witness to urgency, urging to read, but remarking unread. Refresh my cornered avatar, statuesque, smiling, silent, staring, silent. Folks, I think you are going to love these poems. These are some really intense poems examining sort of the human interface with technology and, and really using technology to get at what makes us most human. So check that out. So I want to also call your attention to a chapbook press out of the Pacific Northwest. They're called Blanket Sea Press. They're a nonprofit that launched back in 2020. They provide publishing space for the chronically ill, neurodivergent, and disabled creators. Their latest title is New Impermanent by Francis Klein. And like us at Bull City Press, they too have some pay-what-you-want titles. You can download their complete 2021 Blanket Sea Press Awareness and Advocacy Micro Chapbook Series. The pay-what-you-want donation-based pricing proceeds are split between all five authors. The downloads include both PDF and MP3 files for each title. So go check them out. They're called Blanket Sea Press. I just want to show a little bit of love to that pay-what-you-want model. I think that's really great. And the fact that the proceeds are going to the authors, very cool Blanket Sea Press. Very cool. Dancing Girl Press has a new title out, Again the Grass, Again the Wind by Sam Kiltmeyer. If Dancing Girl is new to you, they are an indie press and design studio based in Chicago. Their shop features original and collaborative projects, assorted miscellany, and is home to the Dancing Girl Press chapbook series, an imprint devoted to publishing innovative writing by women authors in delectable handmade editions. Hey, speaking of delectable handmade editions, <laughs> Ethel has got a new title. If you recognize the Ethel Zine name, that's because we we gave it a shout out when our buddy Liz All was here a little while back. Their new title, Fracture Anthology by Joshua Burton. Joshua Burton has gained a little bit of notice through such places as the Juniper Summer Writing Institute, the Center for African-American Poetry and Poetics, and the Toy Derricotte and Cornelius Edie Chapbook Prize. So head over to the Ethel site and drink in Fracture Anthology and all of their gorgeous books. And another baller press, totally in love with Sundress Publications. This is another nonprofit publisher. They do both chapbook length and full length collections. They bring such a generous spirit to all their publishing endeavors. One title you might want to check out is the winner of their 2021 Chapa competition. The title is For the Joy of It. The author's name is Anais Peterson. I actually downloaded this eChap and I loved it. It really shows off the kinds of ideas. Again, this is a callback to the Liz All episode that we had a few episodes back. So this eChap has pages that are sort of collages with imagery along with handwriting, as well as typed out text. 
It's really both great looking and a terrific read. Again, that's from Sundress, and the book is called For the Joy of It. And now let's talk about Cutbank out of Montana, who we mentioned in our news episode back in May while they were open for submissions. The press started in the 70s by way of the University of Montana, and they do a two times a year journal and also chapbooks. So two of their 2022 titles are Teaching English Lit on the Day After a Shooting by Craig Beaven, who is a Gerald Cable Book Award winner. Each Lie That Pollutes the Body by Kevin West, whose work you'll find in such places as Plowshares, Pleiades, and The Journal. And from the Cutbank site, we're global in scope, but with a regional bias. Show Notes has the link. And gotta show a little bit of love to a tiny little chap. It's It hadn't even been out 30 days, y'all. But it is so good. It's the new issue of Inch. It's Martina Liddy's The Wall Where You Leave Me. And Martina was kind enough to send in just a little audio taste. Here she is reading a poem from the collection. Hi, my name is Martina Liddy. I'm a poet from Laurenburg, North Carolina. And this poem is called Wife One. I tell my heart that the chest she putters around in is a haunted house. She says, yes, these white ribs are the window frames. Says, yes, I saw our mother or her ghost making up the guest bed last night. My heart parts the curtains and rests her elbows on the windowsill. My heart leans out the window and tells you to sign her cast. You sign it. My heart invites you in, says, stay for dinner. You do. A bride is a whetstone or a tow truck or an oak tree. You are a bride and I am a bride and we clutch the thin slips of paper we cut out of the dictionary. Life, rife, strife, knife, a handful of confetti fluttering and vanishing in the tall dark. The blueprints of marriage are folded up and forgotten. We consume each other like ivy. We don't put things away. We inhabit so out here in the open is the evidence wristwatch of amazement, light bulb of doubt, washcloth of forgiveness. I hand paint the vanity. I think about reflections in dipaisement and decide I don't believe in invisibility. It was easier to be glass than lonely, but in the red windows of your eyes, I am not a mirror anymore. I think if you love poetry, you are going to remember the name Martina Liddy, because that is the heat. All right, everybody, we're going to switch over to submissions. These are going in reverse date order. So like the early ones that we'll be talking about, you have some time to prepare for. But as we go through these, the clock is ticking. We're ramping up the sense of urgency. That's exactly right, Ross. <laughs> the first one is from Diode Editions. The Diode Editions chapbook contest is open now, and it runs through September 30th. This is to all poets who write in English. They're looking for 25 to 46 pages. There is a fee to enter. Winners will get $750. They'll also get free author copies and more. Look for the winners to be announced this year by November 15th. The fourth annual summer reading period for Riverglass Books closes on September 15th. Every chapbook manuscript will be considered for publication by Riverglass Books as a limited edition chapbook between 100 to 200 copies. Submissions should be sent via email. And please note that selections from all manuscripts will be considered for publication in a tentatively forthcoming anthology, as well as other print and digital formats. Selected authors receive $75, 15 author copies, and a discounted rate on additional title purchases. And Riverglass does not charge a reading fee. 
That deadline again is September 15th. You know what I like? I like it when a $10 fee turns around and gives me a chance to get a chapbook printed in a five by seven size and maybe a little cash in my pocket. And that's exactly what Gasher is doing right now. So if you've got a little chapbook ready to go, then Gasher has a deadline of September 3rd. Do you feel your heart fluttering yet? Are you starting to get a little anxious <laughs> about these deadlines? You should be. Listen, we've got all the details. I mean, we ought to just call these episodes the show notes episodes. All of the details are going to be in the link that you'll find in our show notes. And coming up super soon, closing on August 4th, Yellow Arrow Publishing is a Baltimore-based nonprofit focused on supporting and inspiring writers identifying as women. Yellow Arrow is accepting submissions of poetry chapbooks. Please check out their guidelines. This is a press where you send in your manuscript as an email attachment, and so they ask for some specifics as to how that should look. This one is closing next week on August 4th. And here it comes, closing July 31st, which is Sunday, Rinky Dink Press has submissions open, but only until July 31st. So this deadline might be just under the wire, but it could be what you're looking for. Poets and writers just spotlit this small press out of Phoenix. Rinky Dink is accepting what they call micro-manuscripts until the end of this month. The basics are submit one micro-manuscript containing five to six thematically related micro-poems, which they're saying are poems consisting of no more than 40 words each. You submit directly through email. You're going to want to go to the website to check out the guidelines. Also, maybe check out their social media to get a little more clarity around this. Again, this one is closing on July 31st, which is Sunday. And if you have not seen Rinky Dink Press's little micro chapbooks, they're really cool. A little hand folded. They're neat. There's really not much else like them out there. I actually, just for fun sometimes, make little chapbooks in the same format as Rinky Dink Press, just because they're cool. They just, they make me happy. Hey, since the end of the Where to Submit service that was once hosted at Entropy, we've seen Heavy Feather jump in and offer that resource. Driftwood Press is now making a similar resource available on their website. And Chill Subs has got version 2.0 of their site up for searching submissions opportunities. So if you heard these five deadlines and thought, I, but I need more deadlines in my life, <laughs> there's three places you can get more deadlines handed to you. We so often put our authors and our other guests through the grinder of our quick round. So I thought maybe we'd take a stab at this ourselves. So we're going to take a quick round of the quick round just being among the three of us. I'll start off. Noah, what is your favorite bookstore? My favorite bookstore, I, I was uh, born, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I worked in actually a number of bookstores in my life. But the first bookstore I ever worked in was called Jay's Bookstall on Fifth Avenue in Oakland near the University of Pittsburgh. It is unfortunately no longer open. It's, it's gone, but it is always the, my most favorite bookstore in my heart. My most favorite bookstore on, that is currently up and running is also in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Whitewell Bookstore. And they're in Bloomfield, the neighborhood of Bloomfield in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's just a terrific spot. All right, Molly, it's your turn. Which animal, if it could write a chapbook, would write the best chapbook? That's a good question. I would really like to read a chapbook written by a squirrel. I think squirrels are such an underrated animal. They see so many things. They experience so much. They're so crafty and self-reliant. And... 
they like look in everyone's windows and they see everything that happens. And I feel like they would just have really great stories that I would like to see in a chapbook. And and squirrels are like known collectors. So it seems like them putting together a collection would be very in keeping with the mm-hmm. personality. <laughs> All right, Roz, you're up. So if you could travel in time, would you want to travel forward in time or would you want to travel backwards in time? And you can only go in one direction. Man, oh, man. Well, I'm going to reveal my current pessimism and say, I don't think there is much in the future for humankind. So I'm going back, baby. I'm going back. I'm probably going back to the meeting in Hollywood where they thought, you know what? Let's make comic book movies. We'll start with Mm. Howard the Duck, because I feel like that (laughs) set Marvel back for a while. (laughs) That's legit. I'll give you that. (laughs) All right, listeners. Hey, listen, remember, there are some really good rules of thumb when submitting, and the biggest is read the submissions guidelines and follow them. But, you know, also check out the previous titles that that press has published. Go to their social media pages for an idea of the kinds of titles that they have and just look at what they're celebrating in general as a press. Figure out their ethos. And and that's the way to go. But if you didn't hear anything other than read and follow the guidelines, you're still in pretty good shape. (laughs) (laughs) And it's worth saying again. If you need to follow up on any of these new releases or submissions, there are links in our show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've already subscribed to the chat book, be sure to tell all your friends. Let them know we're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. We're in all the places where people find podcasts. And tell your friends to subscribe. And tell your friends to rate us five stars. Tell your friends to add a sixth star to the rating system and give us that. You can also let us know what you think. You can send in ideas, questions, suggestions. Our email is chatbook at bullcitypress.com, and we would love to hear from you. The best way to find out what we're up to is to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bull City Press or visit our website, bullcitypress.com. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at DC Noah. And you can find me at Ross White. This episode of The Chatbook was produced by Noah Stetzer and edited by Molly Hart. Thanks to Eric Francis and Martina Liddy for some audio. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>